Hey, good morning. It's uh, Friday morning. It's good to be with you. Sorry we were uh, we were missing yesterday. My my morning schedule got a little bit uh, a little bit tight. I, the way I do these now is uh, I do these not not necessarily live in the morning, but I do them the morning of. And so if uh, it's a tightly wound machine, and if one part of the machine gets off, then everything falls apart. So just every once in a while, we'll have a month, have a morning where it just doesn't work out. So that was yesterday. So it's uh, good to be with you this Friday. I uh, hope you're. <laughs> If you're in Mississippi, winter's coming, man. Hopefully it won't be bad. I hope it's nothing. Uh, but I'm done with winter, and I'm done with all this, and I won't heat. Um, I, I, I'm done. I'm, I've got my space heater cranked up in my office, and um, I'm just done with all of it. I'm, I'm over winter. I know it's not done yet, but I'm, I'm personally over it, so... So winter's coming. So stay warm, stay safe. Check on your loved ones. Check on your animals. Check on everybody. Check on check on me. Check on people who get cold. So I need all of y'all to reach out to me to make sure that I'm okay. Um, so it's gonna be a cold weekend, but it's gonna be a good weekend. Looking forward to it. I hope you have a great weekend. Uh, look forward to worship Sunday. Uh, worship with us online. Drive in. Um, we've got some big plans. Excited for next week for Ash Wednesday, and then for the following Sunday. So I encourage you to. Check it all out here at St. Matthews. Um, today, our reading is going to come. You know, you may remember with our morning, whatever common prayer, there's suggested passages for each day. And t- today, in our New Testament passage, is coming from is coming from Second Timothy. And I want to read to you um, about the end, some of the words at the end of Second Timothy chapter three. We're going to read Second Timothy um, three. We're going to start with verse fourteen and go through verse seventeen. But as for you, continue in what you have learned, and continue what you uh, have you learned. As for you, continue in what you have learned and firmly believed, knowing from whom you learned it, and how from childhood you have known the sacred writings that are able to instruct you for salvation through faith in Jesus Christ. All the Scripture is inspired by God and is useful for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, so that everyone who belongs to God may be proficient, equipped for every good work. Um, this is one of those famous passages about um, Scripture, that Scripture speaks to itself. And remember, Paul, at this point, let, let, let's do a quick recap of what Paul's specifically talking about here. Paul is talking about, he says, he talks, he's talking about, first he says, knowing the sacred writings that you have been able to instruct for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All of Scripture. So remember, at this point, this would have been written late in Paul's life. Um, this is one of Paul's pastoral letters, which are going to come later towards the end of his life, probably early 60s AD, give or take, probably 60, between 60 and 64 AD, give or take. So at this point, the scripture he's talking about would have been the Old Testament. You, you see Peter later on in his letter mentioned that Paul's works have already been, um, have been started to be considered a scripture, but a lot of the New Testament was still in, was still kind of in formation. Uh, Paul, most by this point, much of Paul's works had been written, but a lot of the other stuff, Peter's works, uh, the Gospels, Mark may have been written by this point, but the Gospels really weren't finalized yet. So there's a lot of scripture that a lot of the New Testament that had not yet been compiled into scripture per se, and so. At this point, when Paul says all of Scripture is is useful, is, is inspired by God, and is useful for teaching, for proof, for correction, and for training, he's talking specifically 
for his original audience um, as uh, about about the Old Testament. Of course, we now know the church has has you know has canonized all that we have in the Bible, and so we we read that the original audience would have heard that as the Old Testament. We hear that as the totality of Scripture, and so um, there's a lot. There's a there's a lot there. Obviously, you could you could have several um, sermon series or, or teaching events on just that one passage there, on the on the inspiration of Scripture upon upon, upon what Scripture is good for, how we use Scripture, what it's for. There, there, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot that you could you could go with this passage. One of the things I really want to focus on is um, where he says all the scriptures inspired by God and is useful for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training. Okay. Um, all of Scripture, all of Scripture. I think that's an important thing for us to think about is this notion of all of Scripture because what's 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 easy for us to do is to fall into the ruts of the passages that we like, and that's why it's important. I really believe this. That I think it's important in the mornings when you read Scripture to have either one one of two one or two, one of two plans. One is to pick an entire book of the Bible and read through it. So say okay. Um, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna read through Ephesians. I'm gonna read through Second Timothy. I'm gonna read through Exodus. Whatever you you pick one, you know, pick when you pray about it. You listen for God's voice, and then you, and then you read the book of the Bible that you feel like God called you to read. So that's one option. Option two is what I do, which is to have some type of daily lectionary. Um, I use the Book of Common Prayer. Um, it has three. It has a New Testament, an Old Testament, a Psalm, and a Gospel suggested for every day of the year. And that's what I read from. And the reason why I do that, or I think it's important for us to do one of these two methods, is because it keeps us from just studying the passages that we like. Because it's very easy to fall into the trap of only reading the parts of Scripture that we like. And if we do that, then we're not really going to be challenged. Um, You know, I mean... If we were, if we were to read the totality of this passage today, let's go back. I, I, I like to keep these devotionals kind of on shorter passages. That's why I did this. But let's let's just back up and look at what 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 Paul said to Timothy earlier today in verse ten. Now you've observed my teaching, my conduct, my aim, and my life, my faith, my patience, my love, my steadfastness, my persecutions, and my sufferings. Um, then skipping to verse thirteen. I'm sorry. I want to actually wanted to back up a little bit. I missed. I wanted to go to um, verse th- verse two. For people will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, inhuman, implacable, slanderers, profiters, brutes, haters of good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, holding to the outward form of godliness but denying its power. Avoid them. Paul's listing the sins that we'll see in the last days. And here's, so if all the scripture is useful for teaching, for reproof, for correction, for training, that means we have to look at all of it, which means that, so let's see who's in trouble here. Lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, inhuman, implacable, slanderers, profligates, brutes, haters of good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure and lovers of God, holding to our form of godliness but divine its power. 
Here's what's interesting when we read the whole scripture. We're going to find that some of the stuff Paul condemns us of is stuff that we do. Some of the stuff that Paul gets on is stuff that others do. But a lot of stuff that we do. And frankly, I'd rather talk about the stuff that you're doing instead of the stuff that I'm doing. But for Paul, Paul's telling us that all of scripture is useful for these things. Not just the parts that give us contentment. Not just for the parts that encourage us. Not just the parts that, frankly, make sense to us easily. But all of it. All of it. Not just the Gospels. Not just Paul's works. The prophets of the Old Testament. The law of the Old Testament. Revelation. There's something useful for us in all of Scripture. So, Paul is telling us that, yes, Scripture is God's inspired holy word. As John Wesley said, I love this quote. Wesley said, Scripture was doubly blessed. It was blessed when it was written, and it's blessed when it's read. So, in the same Holy Spirit that inspired the writing of this text today, it's the same Holy Spirit that's going to speak to me and you when we read it. So, that's pretty amazing. (laughs) That's pretty awesome to think about. But it's all useful. It's all useful. It's useful for for teaching, to know what's right and wrong, to know right from wrong. It's useful for reproof, for correction, for, for, for convicting us of when we've gone off stray, gone astray, when we've gone off course. It, it'll correct us. It'll reprove us. It'll, it'll pull us back. And for training in righteousness. During Lent, that's what you're going to hear a lot about Lent in the coming days. I want to really encourage you to read the Bible. One of the best quotes I ever heard was by a preacher at a camp meeting where he said, you'll never know God's unknown will for your life until you know his known will for your life. We need scripture. Your faith can't stand without it. You're not going to truly hear God's voice without it. It is a means of grace for us where God gives us grace. And we need all of it. So, read your Bible from cover to cover. Read all of it. Listen for God's voice in all of it. Seek God in all of it. Read your Bible consistently, frequently, daily, and listen. God will speak to you through it, through all of it. So, uh, I'm praying for you to read the Word. I love it. Uh, There's nothing I'd rather do in my life than answer your questions about the Bible. So, as you read, message me. Contact me, reach out to me. I, 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 there's nothing in my ministry that is more life-giving to me than talking to you about the Bible. So as you read, holler at me. I'd love to be in conversation with you. Praying for you guys this weekend. Go to Walmart and buy all the milk and all the bread because we all need bread and milk when it gets cold in Mississippi. So buy it all. Have a great weekend. Um, if we survive the winter apocalypse of this weekend, I'll see you Monday morning. Have a great day. I uh, hope you have a great weekend. Thanks.